You're listening to NFT 365, the first daily podcast on NFTs with your host, Fanzo, talking crypto, blockchain, Web3, non-fungible tokens, metaverse, and... What the f*** is a non-fungible token? We'll get to that. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of NFT 365. And we've done a bunch of episodes on the power of storytelling. We've done episodes on the importance of personal branding and branding within uh, your you know NFT project, and even how the NFTs that you own uh, identify with your brand. And of course, we've also been going through the eight C's of community. And I wanted to jump into a topic that is really about storytelling, but it's coming from a, a personal place. And I think one of the places that I think a lot of people struggle with in Web3 right now is that for many of us, this this uh, Web3 world of jumping on the Twitter spaces, of being invited to an event to speak on a panel, to showing up to networking events where where all of a sudden you have this influence or you're looked at as a thought leader, it's exciting, but for many it's new. And one of the things that I hear a lot about you know, when people hear either my story or they get to know me they'll say things like, man, Brian, you've lived like so many lives. Like, I can't believe you've done all these things. You've been to 76 countries. You worked for a decade in cybersecurity. You played as a, a, a professional poker player. You've been a keynote speaker for eight years, all of these different things. And, and the beauty of that is I actually believe the reason that that is conveyed the way it is, is that for about the last 12 years of my career, I've been really dialing in and honing in my message, my story, how I can relate with my audience. And that audience can be in person at a networking event. You know, we are broadcasting right now live uh, just before we're going to go over to our meetup here at NFT London. Uh, we got the PO app set up for anyone that will be here at NFT London. Uh, excited to meet up with a bunch of people. But I will just tell you, there's a strategy behind it, right? And I think there, the part of this is that you first have to own the fact that you do have a unique story and people care about your unique aspects of your background because here's the here's that mag magic that I dial in a lot, right? That you know, your personal brand, your story, it's not about conveying that you're an expert. It's not about convincing people that you know a lot. It's not about convincing people that your life is cool. Rather, it's about understanding how to use the different experiences in your life to be able to relate what you're talking about to each one of the different audiences that you're speaking to. I can tell you some people that have has met me in person and you know come to see me speak many many times they were never aware that I worked a decade in cybersecurity for the Department of Defense. Why? Because whenever whatever I was sharing, whatever part of my story, whatever we were talking about, that part wasn't relevant to getting them to have like understand my perspective because Here's the magic right now, friends, is that the magic is that when you own an NFT, you are now an owner. And in many cases, you're one of 10,000 owners in a, in a collection. Well, let's be real. Most, even a 10,000 piece collection, most of them have about 6,000 owners, right? So, but you're one of like 6,000 owners and with an ownership role, people want to get to know you, right? They want to relate with you. And a lot of the utility that we know exists today in NFTs is about community, is about collaboration, is about partnerships, about networking. 
And part of the, the beauty of that is the more you're able to let people in to get to know you, the easier it is for people to relate with you and understand who you are, right? And I have a, a phrase for that that I try to, you know, hopefully instill in every one of our listeners is that, you know, it's not about telling people everything and it's not about, you know, transparency via oversharing. Rather, it's about giving people access to you while being able to shine the spotlight on them, And the magic to this is that you have to really hone in your different aspects of your background, of your experience in life, and then know how to call to them based on who you're talking to or the topic that someone's talking about, right? So if someone's coming to approaching me and the the topic goes into privacy or security or, man, this Web3 is a wild, wild west, I know that I can lean on an experience that says, hey, you know, I had the highest civilian security clearance in the world and I might have got rugged when my wallet was compromised back in March. But, you know, I believe these are some of the things we can do. And by being able to tap into that part of my story, it's relevant at that in that moment, but it also gives people perspective on whatever I'm sharing from there moving forward. Now, let's say we get in a different conversation and someone comes up to me and they say, man, I love this decentralization. The fact that we are, you know, we are working without censorship in, in Web3, that's where I think it's going. Well, I can tap into the fact that, you know, when I started doing personal brand coaching, my first couple of personal brand uh, clients were actually adult stars, those that were sex workers. And I was helping them build a brand outside of the brand that they were known for so that they could lobby Congress to allow them to be identified as real jobs so they could get bank accounts. And, and, I, and I share that because like there's aspects of every person's background and story that would allow you to add context to what you have to say, right? It's not about, okay, I need to, I need to find something to validate my opinion, but it's about giving context to your perspective because the magic in all of this is that every single person here has a unique perspective and that's what people want. They want your unique perspective. But the question you have to ask yourself is, How do people even understand that your perspective is unique if they don't understand the different aspects of your story, of your background, of who you are? The other aspect of this that we just have to be truthful on is that I get on the microphone a lot. You know, I don't even know how many total podcast episodes I've done in my career. Well over a thousand, right? I've done how many numerous clubhouse Twitter spaces I've done, you know, over 1500 live streams on Periscope in one year. My ability to convey my message, my story, to be able to relate different things based on questions that are asked is not something that was natural to me. It was extremely uncomfortable, actually. And in some cases, I still get uncomfortable talking about myself. But when I switch my mindset and say, oh, yeah, the reason I'm talking about this aspect of myself is because it's going to allow me to relate and add validity to what I have to say later on that will be valuable to the person I'm talking to. And so for all those that are out there and you're on this journey, just know that your story does matter, but it does take practice in honing in your message, your cadence. I, I always tell people, I always, I have three, I have three time frames of every story I tell. I have like a five minute version, which let's be real. That's more like a 25 minute version. <laughs> I have a three minute version, which is more of like the, uh, I, I relate it to like one key point and then I kind of dial in or I have that 60 second version, right? Where someone calls me up on stage and let's say it's Gary V or, or let's say it's, you know, it's someone, um, you know, that's like, Hey Brian, um, I'm curious, what are your take here? Well, I know that I don't want to spill. I don't want to spill. I don't want to uh, shill my myself, but what I can do is I can add context to the question I'm asking 
by using one of my shorter versions of a story that I might have. So I might say something like, hey, you know what? You know, I'm curious, you know, for those that are here, you know, I'm here at NFT London and, and many of you might know that I've traveled to 76 countries. Uh, the Middle East happens to be my favorite region in the world. Uh, I've been to every one of those countries more times than I can count. And I'm curious, why is the Middle East, do you think, not as uh, prevalent at this event that we're at right now? And what can we do to kind of bring Web3 to that region? If you notice the way I just asked that question, I gave context about who I was. I added perspective where my unique perspective is coming from while asking the question in such a way that the people that are answering it can answer it for everyone, not just for me. And that ability to do that right there on the fly, like I just literally made that up now for this episode, is, is something that takes a lot of practice. But it also just takes a commitment to breaking down different aspects in your life. And so I, I will challenge you. This will be my, my challenge for this episode for all of our listeners. What I want you to do is that the next time you're telling your story, or maybe you're sitting around the Thanksgiving table uh, later this month, and you're, you're sharing something, what are the things that people always ask you about? Or the things that people always say, oh, well, I know such and such, they have that background, or oh my goodness, wait till you hear this story of that person. And then open up your notes app on your iPhone, and just jot down some of the key bullets that you share most often about that experience that you went through. I bet you by the time the end of the holidays get done, you'll have five or six different stories, different aspects of your background and your experience that you can then start to dial in and hone in the message of that so that the next time you raise your hand on a Twitter space, the next time you're at a live event or a networking event and someone comes to you, it's not about asking a question and being forgetful. It's about adding that context and putting your story in there so that not only are you memorable, but your perspective is often what people relate to and connect with. I can tell you, for those that have listened to this podcast since day one, I admit more often than not what I don't know. I talk about the things that I struggle with, the things that I've made mistakes on. I'm, I'm not afraid to put that out there. But part of the reason that I'm not afraid to do that is because I know that my perspective has been shared enough where people aren't going to question my, my knowledge on something based on me admitting what I don't know, because I also covered it with what else in my background allows me to have a little bit more, uh, you know, kind of validation for making that go forward. So for everyone that's out there, of course, press the damn button. That's my motto, motto over. And you won't get better at telling your story until you start raising your damn hand more and more and more. And that's about seizing that damn moment, right? If you're in a, if you're in a Twitter space, like even one of my Twitter spaces, and I say, hey, is anyone here in the audience want to ask any questions? Right then, if you're the first person up, I will guarantee you, I will make you feel warm. I will make you feel welcomed. I will be excited that you raised your hand and you will be comfortable to ask a question. Take every one of those opportunities to ask a question and set it with your experience and with your background. And if even if it's one of my spaces and you want me to, uh, you know, afterwards, you want to ask me how you did on that or some feedback on that, I would be happy to give that because there are so many great people with so many amazing backgrounds. Many of your backgrounds and experiences are way more exciting and way more powerful than mine. I've just really dialed in and understood what aspects of my background I can convey, how I can convey them, how to include them in my story, and ultimately make them memorable. I'm going to challenge each and every one of you, take those notes, start writing down those things that people always ask you about, the things people are always impressed by or, or they want to know more about. And then dial that in, raise your damn hand, and we'll be off on a fun journey together.
As always, I appreciate you sharing out the podcast. If you haven't left a review over there on iTunes, would really appreciate it. If you just, it's pretty easy to do so if you're in your podcasting app. You can just scroll down, hit that five stars, and then add a, type in a little review on, on why you love the podcast. That helps us get the podcast in more hands. And my friends, we're getting closer. 11, 11, 22 is right around the corner. The countdown is here and live. I'm going to jump off this. I'm going to jump into the pub and say hi to many of our listeners that will be here uh, in London. And I, I hope to meet many of you, more of you, maybe in, in Miami later on this year or in Cleveland or San Diego or some of the other events that we'll be heading to uh, at the start of next year. So until tomorrow, my friends, make it a great day. Cheers. The Mint 365 Collection 100-Day Countdown is on. We're counting down to November 11th when we'll auction off all 365 NFTs as one collection, including a custom mosaic of all the art. Want to bid on this one-of-a-kind Web3 time capsule? For details, keep listening to NFT 365.